0: Ever, and inquire of the, his temple and behold the beauty of the Lord. Isn't that what we're here for today? To see just how good Jesus really is? Amen. Thank you each and every one, for being here at Christian Life this morning. We want to take a moment and welcome all of our guests. And it is such an honor for you to worship with us. When you came in, you were handed a, uh, a blue Connect card. And if you didn't receive those, if you just wave your hands... We have us here standing by waiting to hand those to you. We got one right over here, Brother David. And uh, what we want, we just want to send you a, a thank you note for worshiping with us. And we also put your name into a drawing um, for $100 on the first Sunday of each month. And just our way of saying thank you. CLC, can we just one more time welcome all of our guests this morning? Amen. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer right now. We have many needs of prayer, as we often do. We want to pray uh, for Casey. Casey's uh, newer here. Casey and Drake um, are up in the balcony, but we want to pray for Casey's mother this morning, needing a touch from God. Also, Sister Brenda Williams' family lost her brother. want to pray for Doug Dykus this morning, Judy Barnes, ill and uh, need a touch of God. And also, Brother Justin Cummings, And little Graham are both fighting off the flu this morning They're probably watching online But we're going to pray for God to touch each and every one of these needs Can I share a victory report right quick? Wednesday night we prayed for Jadis Brother Joseph uh, Joseph texted me right before we started our lesson We prayed for Jadis who had had a fever for what was it, you know, three or four days And um, he said Thursday morning that fever broke and hasn't come back And we want to thank God for that God hears our prayers How many of you believe that God hears our prayers? Amen. Would you lift your need up right now? Let's lift these names up. God, we bring them to you because you're bigger than our situations. God, we bring them to you because you're our healer. Because by your stripes upon the cross, you purchase our healing. And so, God, we bring you each and every one of these needs today. God, we know that you are able to supply them according to your riches and glory. God, we pray for these that need healing right now in jesus name we speak faith over each situation and everybody that believed it would just say amen god bless you would you ushers please come you may be seated we're going to prepare to take our our receive our tithe and offering we don't want to take it if we don't have to we want to receive it and uh, our giving is always an extension of our worship and uh, I feel blessed to be a part of a church that has a heart to give to God's kingdom. And so we're going to go ahead and receive our tithe and offering. Would you just bow your heads with us and pray and bless it. Lord, we thank you, God, for every good and perfect gift you've placed in the hands of your people. God, you've given it to us. To steward for your kingdom, God, and to show lordship and worship, God, we give into your kingdom today. So we pray you would bless it and bless it to your kingdom's purpose in Jesus' wonderful name. Everybody said amen. Amen. While our ushers come to receive the offering, I have a couple of announcements that I want to make. Go ahead and uh, receive our offering, ushers. Uh, Students, can you say Wednesday night? Wednesday night we have a Valentine's party at Johnny's on Desire. And, uh, for all of our students, uh, parents, we're asking you to bring your students here and they're going to go together, have them here by 6:30 so that they can make the van, uh, ride over and, um, students will be transported to Johnny's and then after church, you can pick them up. And, uh, we are going to have a great time with our students there and, um, excited about what God is doing among our students. And, uh, If you ever look around, we have so many new faces and new people coming into the kingdom of God. And it's always awesome to see God changing young people's lives. Amen. Amen. Can you say Iron Faith? Iron Faith. Our ministry is having a retreat. Um, March 27th and 28th For all of our CLC men I just want to make a cl- quick plug to you Please men, we're going to make it uh, It's going to be a new setup A new location this year It's going to be awesome We're bringing in a guest speaker from out of town And it's going to be, I believe, a pivotal time In our men's ministry God has done so many things but I, I don't. I see Brother Charlie coming in there in the back Brother Charlie, wave your hand If you're a man here and you haven't met Brother Charlie Go see him today And ask him about the men's retreat. He's our men's director doing a fantastic job. And we're seeing God do some awesome stuff with our men. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Amen. I wonder if we could just plug back in to what the Spirit wants to do in this house. Would you just lift your hands and invite the Lord to come in?
1: uh uh-huh.
2: this morning, there is no agenda here except for the Lord to do what He wants to do. The only agenda we have today is for God to do what He wants to do. In this room today, there are many needs, many people who have afflictions of your body, You got problems that you think are unsolvable. You've got situations that you don't know how to handle. You've got things that you wonder how in the name of the world, of God in this world, am I going to get out of this? No one can touch you like Jesus can. No one can bind the wounds like He can. Nobody can heal the mind like he can. I just feel the Holy Ghost to you this morning. Nobody can set you free like he can. Nobody can deliver you like he can. They're going to sing it again, and I, I'm not in any hurry today. i got about a 20-minute sermon if God lets me preach it. But I want to tell you what I do have. I have a hunger for the things of God this morning i got a hunger for somebody to leave here with a miracle in your heart and your life today. i got a hunger for God to reach down with His big hand and put it right in the middle of this service this morning
1: and do whatever He wants to do. Is there anybody here that needs a miracle today? Is there anybody here that needs an answer to prayer this morning? You've got something that you need to take before God today. Hear it now. No one can touch you. Like Jesus can, no one can give peace. You cannot understand. No one can bind the wounds with their No one can touch you like Jesus. Can. Come on, let Him do it this morning. Let him do it right now. Just let him do it right now. No one can give you peace. You cannot understand. No one can find the wounds when they're scarred. Past. No one can touch you like Jesus. The Holy Ghost is doing a work here right now.
2: Sing a song that said, "When you tried everything and everything has failed, try Jesus. When you tried everything and everything has failed, try Jesus. He'll be your dearest friend, and go with you to the end. When you tried everything and everything else has failed." Try, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah. Oh, don't it feel good to be in the presence of the Lord? This morning? Sing it with us. Give me praise today. Somebody give him praise today. Somebody tell him how wonderful he is this morning. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. Thank you for the touch of the Holy Ghost today, oh God. Thank you. house today he's in the house this morning does anybody feel him in this place today hallelujah we're just gonna sing it one more time For this
3: is a temple Jehovah Jehovah God Almighty He abides right here yes. And we yes. are standing yes.
1: In His yes. presence On all, all ground right. Put your hands up all over this house Oh I feel the deep the Spirit today. I feel the deep anointing of God in this house today. I felt Him very early this morning. I feel Him now. It's in
2: this place. Today. I don't know what God wants to do, but I know He's God and He knows what to do. He knows how to take care of everything. I trust Him today. Do you trust Him? I trust Him today. I just trust Him today. He's my God, and I trust Him today. Hallelujah. To all of our guests, thank you. we an honor to have you. I met James Brown, right at Church. James, welcome. First time here. Thank you for being with us all. Thank you. this with us. Chase was here and spoke to our young people on the night. Glad to have him worshiping with us today. To every one of you, thank you. I'm glad to have Danny and Ashley here today. That's my grandbaby. Her new husband, and Naya. Amen. I'm marking your seat right there, Danny, so nobody will get it. Right there. God is good, isn't he? Man, I feel good in the home today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Rory, for a great message last Sunday, last two Wednesdays. Thank you for doing a great job. Amen. Amen. Y'all must be paying him better since I'm gone because he went and got him a new truck. I, got the revelation that black is that's the color it's what I drive all three of my vehicles are black amen I love you sit down hallelujah thank you Jesus somebody said thank you Jesus my 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 I was reading an article a few days ago. Last Sunday was the Super Bowl. I could have cared less who really won. And, uh, but I, I was just reading an article a few days ago about professional football players. It had a breakdown of how many minutes are actually played in a game of football in the NFL. If you break it down... Actual playing time in a 60-minute game is 11 minutes, some few seconds. Actual playing time. And they they were breaking down the salaries that these high-paid quarterbacks get. And they get a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars. But this was astounding to me because when they broke it down, what a quarterback made, actual playing time, several of them were over $150,000 a minute. A minute. I could use a job like that. If you all know of any openings, well, I'm available. But when I read that, I, I, I thought of where we were or where we are in America. The values of our nation, the values of our families, the values of our people. I've told the story many times and, and preached from it and, or about it in years gone by, but for those of you who don't know it, let me just tell you about young boys that decided they were going to slip into a department store after hours. They did not go there to steal. They were just mischievous boys. And they got into the store and thinking how funny it would be, they just started taking price tags and changing them around. They would put a $10 item to be $200 and a $200 item to be ten dollars and and they changed price tags and so then they slipped out. They didn't steal anything. They were they just went into the story. I read this story many years ago and uh, the next morning when the doors of the department store opened and the cashiers took their place and the store was now open for business, when people started coming through the line, it wasn't long before the cashiers called the manager and said something's wrong here. We, we, we've never had things to sell like this and for this price and and so when they got to looking they realized that somebody had changed the price tags could i tell you that that's what's happened in our world and through years of of uh, of politics and years of wrangling in america over issues and we took prayer out of our schools and we took the 10 commandments out of our courthouses and we've allowed abortion to become uh, a thing of the day and and now even late term abortions and we're looking at uh, just things that are detrimental in uh, to our society we 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 changed all the price tags now we pay uh, and I love football, you know I do, but we pay a quarterback $150,000 a minute and we can't get a raise for the school teachers. Something's wrong with our society. Something's wrong with the America that we now live in. So not just America, it's the world. Where do we really put our value? Where and I you know when I started praying and asking God to direct me this morning, this is what he put in my heart. So I'm not here to preach to you anything new today. I told my buddy Terry Creekmore today. I called him early this morning and I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "I I'm just trying to find something to preach." I said, "If you find anything, let me know." There's a Bible full of sermons, but it's just the right one to preach. And so I, I, I sought God earnestly. But this is all that God would say to me this morning about our values and what we, what we treasure. Uh, where are we really putting our emphasis and our values in our daily lives? Is it our money? Is it our jobs? Is it our savings? Is it climbing the ladder of success? And uh, is it our friends or the name in our community, or is it politics, or is it something else, some club or some venue that we have? Where are our values? and what? Are we investing in? What are we investing our time in? Our money in? Our energy in? The things that we think are so important. If I went through this room today, and I almost did this to, to, to start what I have to preach to you about today. If I went through this room and I would say to you, what is valuable to you? Some of you would say, oh, my home. Some of you would say, I have a piece of property. Another one may say, I, I love my automobile or my guns or my hobby or whatever it is that you have. You, you may think that that is the most valuable thing to you. I have some very treasured possessions and, that I have. Some of them, my mom let us children uh, divide my dad's guns out. Let me tell you, I, I, I may be starving to death, but I'll never sell one of those guns those guns are prized possessions. They're very valuable to me. They're things that come from my dad and so this is value to me. But I I, I I, just couldn't get my mind off of what we're teaching our kids and is church really important and what are we doing with our lives and what about our activities on a daily basis and what takes precedent in our lives and what are our priorities What, what are we really doing? And what does it really matter to us? And then God simply pounded into my mind the scripture that I have preached from probably thousands of times in the last 48 years of preaching. But here's what he said in Mark chapter 8 and verse 37. The Bible said when he had called talking about Jesus, when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them whosoever will come after me Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever, watch this now, will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what? Here's my scripture today. For what? shall it profit a man? This is not my words. This is what Jesus said. This is in red letters if you have a red letter edition in your Bible. He said, for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? What is it really worth in the The Living Bible, verse 36, says this, And how does a man benefit if he gains the whole world and he loses his soul in the process? For is there anything worth more than his soul? Anything. In the Message Bible, it says it this way, What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you the real you. What could you ever trade your soul for? I've come this morning to remind us of a very solemn thing and that is that our values better be right and our values better be upon our eternal man, our eternal soul. We are going to live forever. Let me tell you I don't care what kind of car you drive today at uh, some, uh, point, some point in time it's not going to be any good anymore. The, the, the tire are going to wear out. The engine's going to wear out. I don't care how much you paid for it. At some point in time, it's going down. I don't care what kind of house you live in. It doesn't matter if it's made of brick or if it's just wood veneer or whatever it may be I want to tell you it's not going to last forever I don't care how many friends you have I don't care how much popularity you have I don't care what else you have in life it's all going for naught for everything will come to an end except one thing darling one thing and that is the ever living never dying soul that is inside of you and that's why Jesus said it's why what are you going to exchange your soul for what good does it do if you make all the money if you gain all the friends if you get the whole world but you lose you you're losing you and in the process, could I preach my heart today? In the process, you're losing your kids and you're losing your home and you're losing the battle that really matters. Uh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't come with some profound message you can't understand today. I've come to tell you that nothing really matters more. You see, I know I'm at that age. I'm, I'm almost 67 years old. I know that I someday I, I just want to sit back and I, I want to enjoy life and I tell my wife that every once in a while about every day, about six times a day. I want to enjoy life but I got to pray in this morning and the Lord, took me to a parable, and I can't get away from it. In Luke chapter 12 and verse 15, he said unto them, Take heed, beware of covetous covetousness, for a man's life, are you listening? For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of things which he possesseth. That's not where life's at. You're a crazy preacher. I want to drive the best. I do too. I want to live in the best. I do too. I want. I want. I want to do the best I can in life. I do too. But not at the expense of my soul. Not the expense of losing out with God not at the expense of putting God on the back shelf of my life and saying I'll be back when I need you God Uh, that's not the way it works he went on to say he spake a parable unto them and this is what it is read it in your own Bible Luke chapter 12 he said the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully and he thought within himself saying what shall I do because I have no room where to bestow my fruits and he said he said this will I do I will put down my barns or pull down my barns and I'll build greater and there will I bestow all my fruits and all my goods and I will just say to me, to my soul so thou hast much goods for many years take thine ease and eat, drink and be merry but God said unto him thou fool This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then, somebody shout then. Then, who shall these things or those things be which thou hast provided? I walked into a business yesterday and a a man that I've known for many, many years. And we were talking and he said, preacher, preacher, you can't take it with you. I said, you're exactly right. I've never seen a hearse pulling a U-Haul. You can't take it with you. I don't care how much you got, how much you attain, where you go. You say, well, you want to be happy in life. We all do. Let me tell you, there's a difference between ambition and greed. You need ambition, but you don't need greed. I don't know why I'm preaching like I am. I'm only preaching what God laid on me this morning. I preached it a thousand times in this pulpit. But I've come to tell you, I, I never was so happy as I was just a week ago, just a week ago this past Friday when I was able to stand in this pulpit. I've never seen Diane Hodge on this platform. I've never seen her sing a special. I don't know of anything that she's ever done to have her name in bright lights. But I'll tell you what she was. She was rich in God. She had more than a millionaire. She was rich when she was laid to rest. Ladies and gentlemen, can I preach to you this morning? It doesn't matter about all that stuff. For the abundance of life, it's not in the things that a man possesses. It's not in how much you can attain. It's how much you give to God and how much you pay to Him in your own life. I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking about denying yourself and following Jesus Christ. He ended with this verse in verse 21. He said, so is he that layeth up treasure for himself. And it's not rich toward God. I don't know about you, but I want to be rich toward God. I want to be rich toward God. I want to give God my very best. Here's the best I have, Lord. I'll preach till I can't preach anymore. I'll give, I'll go, I'll live, I'll do whatever you want me to do. You see, I'm not, I'm not going to invest just in things. I don't want you to misunderstand me. This is not a, this is not a gospel where you can't have good things. I believe God wants you to be in good health that he wants you to prosper. I believe the Lord wants to bless. I I saw a couple this week. I wouldn't tell you who it was for all the world, but I got a couple checks in the mail. I just went around just a few days ago. I said, what y'all do? Rob a bank? But you know what? The more they bless God, the more God blesses them. The more God blesses them. You better hear this pastor this morning. What does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and he loses his own soul or what can you give in exchange for your soul does anybody hear me this morning I don't know what you've got on your agenda but you better put God right in the middle of it I don't know what your tomorrow is planned out to be but I want to tell you you better put God right in the middle of everything you live and do Holy Ghost, talk to us today. Just talk to us today. I want you to get out on this bottom floor and go up both risers and all through the balcony, God. Don't miss one of us today. Get everything on this platform because we somehow get our values all crooked and messed up and wrong. And we think, well, if I'll just do this, if I'll just do that... Let me tell you something. I have life insurance. And I believe in life insurance. But that's not what I'm staking my hope on. I'm saving. I'm trying to save all I can. There'll be a day when I don't have the energy or the or the strength to get up and preach like I'm preaching right now, if the Lord tarries and if he gives me many days. I know. Told my wife the other day, if you live, if I live long as my dad does, I've got 14, 15 years left on this earth. That's all. That's it. So, what am I gonna do with it? What am I gonna do with it? I'll tell you what I'm gonna do with it. I'm gonna invest in things that are eternal. I'm gonna give God the very best that I have. He's gonna get the very best I have. Because when I stand before him, I don't want him saying to me, You didn't, and you wouldn't. I want him to say well done thou good and faithful servant You've been ruler over a few things And now I'll make you ruler over many I want him to hear him say well done And let me tell you God is not a liar And he won't say well done if it's not well done What does it profit a man? I want that to ring in your ears today I want it to ring in your heart all day long and all night long. So what? So what? Roy, I'm glad you got a new truck. I'm only picking on you this morning. I'm glad you did. You deserve that. You deserve that. But that's not all it is to life. If you drive out in a brand new, whatever today, that's not all it is to life. If you, if you wound up in a $2 million home today, I'm proud for you. But that's not all it is to life. I want God to bless your business. I want God to bless your family. I want God to bless your home. I want God to bless everything about you. But it's more than things and stuff somehow we don't, we don't ever get tired of stuff we get a few things and we think that's the door to get something else which it's okay I'm not preaching against that but don't let it get a hold of you don't let it get in here until you're consumed and that's all you're after that's all you want because let me tell you it's a dead end street and the back of the book says we're going to stand before him and we're going to give an account for every word and every deed. And what really matters is, this: am I right with God? Is my heart right with God? Am I where I really need to be? See, it bothers me. Could I be pastor for just a minute? It bothers me when people have their priorities on everything but God. Everything but God. The world will suck you into its, into its grip. And it will, it will, it will cause you. Well, if I don't do this, my kids don't. And you, what? Well, come on, folks. Come on, folks. Times have changed, but God hasn't changed. God hasn't changed. I could go into a deep, long spiel here today about where we came from. I told somebody the other day when they called youth services, I was a kid. Man, we was excited just to be able to go somewhere. <laughs> it's pretty much like federal prison where I grew up. Amen. <laughs> I'm just being honest. We got booth at the fair now. We got whipping for driving around the fair when I was a kid. Just being honest. Y'all think I'm crazy. I was raised the hard way. We didn't play ball except among ourselves. I know some preachers have said you can play ball, but you can't keep score. Isn't that stupid? We didn't go to a bowling alley. Now we take all the kids there. We didn't go to a skating rink. We skated on the sidewalk at home if we got skates. We didn't do nothing. Some of you new folks think I've lost my mind. We didn't have a television. You read your Bible and prayed and went to school and went to church. That's about it. Anything other than that was sin. I'm telling you the truth. You say, boy, that's awful. I don't know if it was awful or not. I'm not sure it was so awful. Because look where I am. and Look where some today are. That's got everything. And we provide them the best. My daddy gave me a car when I was 15 years old. Now, it wasn't a Lamborghini. It, it, it was a 60-model Falcon, Army Green. It was ugly. And in those days, Jesse Masters and me and Cecil and James, all of us, we, we'd raise the back of them up so it looked like they was always going downhill. I guess we thought that'd save on gas. I don't know. six cylinder I put so much money in that thing my daddy said son you got a 60 model Falcon and, or a 72 model Falcon on a 60 model frame that's what he told me then I graduated I got a Mustang but I tell you one thing I knew where to go and where not to go I know I know it's quiet and I'm going somewhere my point is this We've made it very convenient for everything. We've got everything. We let our kids go. We let them do As a matter of fact, we don't even mind them missing church to go do it. Uh-oh. Huh. Uh-oh. Preacher, you done quit preaching and went to Madeline now. But you know what it says to them? This is where my priorities are. This is what you can do now, and it's okay. Let me tell you something, brother. Nothing came before God in my house. Nothing. You've heard me say it over and over and over and over. I didn't get up on Sunday morning and say, Mom, we going to church. Dad, we going to church. There was never a question about whether we were going to church. I can only see me saying, Dad, I'm not going tonight. We got a ball game. I know. I know. I know y'all don't like it, but I don't care what you don't like. I've been preaching like this 48 years and I ain't changing now. Amen. Pastor's home. Can you tell? I'm not mad today. It just bothers me. What does it profit? What does it profit you? What does it profit you? Oh, Brother Yohe, he's dead now, but he, he he put together the boys' ranch. He took in troubled youth for years, and he died in that ministry doing that. He was a great man of God. but I can remember big old brother Yohe standing up, and he would always paraphrase this scripture that I'm preaching about today, and he would say, what does it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own family? So here we are. Life is not about what you have. It doesn't it's not about what it, consistency of things. It's not the abundance of things that you possess, but it's about giving yourself to God. I close very quickly as we all stand. Listen to me today. You better think about your kid's soul. You better think about your family soul. You better get a vision of your wife and your kids and your husband burning in hell. Boy, that's bad words, preacher. No. You better understand we either going that way or this way. There is no in between. I know I'm preaching like an old-fashioned preacher today. I know that. But I, I'm so sorry if I offend you. But i got to tell you the truth today. Because what happens is is we we keep reaching for stuff. Give me some more stuff. Let me go over here. Let me occupy my time over here, Pastor. I don't have time to do that. I don't have time to go here. I don't have time to be involved. You see, Pastor, I'm so caught up in the thing. You don't really say it this way. You just say, you know, I can't do that. But the reason is, is because you're so caught up in the things of this world. And the Bible said this. You ready? Here's my clothes in Scripture. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if the love of the world is in you, the love of the Father's not there. It's not talking about the terra firma called earth. It's talking about the spirit of the age. Go read it. Go study it. Get your commentaries down. It's talking about the spirit of the day. Don't get caught up in it. Don't love it more than you love God. Don't love it more than you love the church. Don't love it more than you love your own soul. You gotta know that God is more interested in your soul than anything else.